Welcome to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners. I'm your host, Maureen Warbach. Hello. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about balance and learning how to balance all the roles that you play as a group practice owner. I hear a lot in our Facebook community about how difficult it is to have balance and um, not overly focus on one area or neglect another area or have your hands dipped in 50 different areas of your group practice. So I wanted to give you guys four tips today on how to have a better handle on your group practice and feel a little bit more balanced. My first tip is all about organization. I'm one to have sticky notes all over the place with tasks and things I need to get done, things I need to buy, things I need to remember to email people. And my iPhone reminder app has 40 different things on there as well, um, dating back to, I don't know, probably several months ago. And I realized that organization is something that we need to focus on so that we don't get lost in the minute details of our group practice. And so what I did a few months back was I bought a uh, kind of like a planner uh, for entrepreneurs. Mine's called Conquer Your Year. I got it on Amazon. Um, But it's all about getting more done, growing your business, and having your goals met. And what's nice about this planner is that you start off by, I'm going through it right now, you start off by writing down um, five, yeah, five bigger picture goals with within your group practice or within your business. And um, then you write strategic milestones and actions, smaller things that you need to do to have that bigger picture goal met. And what often happens is we have these big picture goals of filling up our clinicians, having a well-oiled group practice, but we don't take the time to look at the small things that we need to get done to make that bigger um, picture item actually happen. And so what I found is this book is really good because it has me focusing on areas that I wasn't normally focusing on, which is always the more minute, smaller details. And um, once you get that done, The organizer is set up as like a weekly journal where every day I write down five things that I got done that either dealt with my big one of my bigger picture goals or that helped my business go forward. It also has a section in there for each day to write in uh, three things that you're grateful for so that it helps you keep the positivity alive. And it also actually has an area where You have to check how many glasses of water you had and how many 15-minute minutes of each day that you spent working out, which is kind of cool because it helps me focus on the fact that I need to get up and move around for 15 minutes every once in a while. And then there's a section on your deliverables and your receivables, so like things you did that moved your practice forward in the the way that you wanted to, and um, also a weekly reflect uh, a weekly reflection where you talk about how you feel about the progress that you made within that week and how much it has gone towards your bigger picture milestones. And so I like that it gets me focusing on different areas within my bigger picture goals 
And, oh, yeah. And uh, at the end, it talks about, it has a little checklist, which I, of course, love, where you write down your goals for the next week. And so when you flip to the next page, when it's the next week, you have all that information of things that you wanted to accomplish within that week as well. But I've seen other um, journals like this. I actually saw in a Facebook group and was looking at it, and it looks kind of cool, a um, Hatch Notebook by Ink and Volt, which is kind of like an ideas creator uh, journal. And so that's a, a pretty cool um, book that you can use to organize your thoughts about your group practice and make sure that you're setting yourself up not for failure, but for progress and forward motion. So that's my that's my suggestion when it comes to organizing is f- figuring out some system, whether it's using a reminder app on your phone or uh, old school, you know, notebook or um, sticky notes or whatever, is to find a way that you can have a system to brainstorm your ideas, to evaluate the merits of those ideas, and to plan and execute those ideas. Because very often we are thinking so many things, but we never actually plant it. We don't plant the seed. We don't write it down. Uh, my second tip for balance is delegating. And again, this is another topic we talk a lot about um, in our community. And I think it's something that we have a hard time with because we're afraid of spending money and um, not seeing the benefit for spending that money. And also, it takes a lot of time to train people. But with delegating, I'm talking about looking at the things that you do in your group practice that you don't want to be doing or that aren't a benefit to you that someone else could be doing while you spend that time doing something else, something that's more geared towards what what your what your needs are for your practice. So um, for the longest time, I was doing the intake calls because I didn't want to hire a VA because most of them were in other time zones than mine and the timeframes that they were open just didn't fit what I needed. And um, I wasn't yet ready to hire someone in office or I didn't feel ready to hire someone in office. So I was doing the intakes myself. And this was one of the things that I practiced letting go of. And honestly, the moment that I did, although it was more money than I wanted to spend, um, I've noticed one, triple the amount of schedules happening because someone is sitting there actually answering the phones and uh, scheduling the appointments with people and doing the benefit checks and all that fun stuff. Um, But I also noticed that when I was doing the intake calls, I got to a point where I was dreading the phone ringing because it felt like an inconvenience because often it would ring when I was not at home. And um, I had the phone lines forwarding to my cell phone so that I could answer it when I was at home. Um, So looking at some of the things that you are doing in your group practice that maybe you don't need to be doing, but that somebody else could do. Um, Mine was intakes. Um, Some people do it for emails, answering their emails. Another option, if you don't want to hire someone, is looking at some of the things that you can automate yourself. So I use something called Meet Edgar, and it will automatically, I mean, I have to set this up ahead of time, but it automatically posts to my business, my group practice Facebook page and Twitter page, um, the different blog articles that we've written. I have a Meet Um, meet the clinician day of the week where uh, one of our clinicians bios and their picture pops up on Facebook and I have a what a book a book my therapist recommends uh, day of the week where I think that's Thursday every Thursday I had every one of my therapists give me two book recommendations for their ideal clients 
with a little blurb on why that book is uh, is something that they'd recommend. And every week automatically on Thursday, the on the day that is the My Therapist Recommends Day, um, a book will pop up with the cover and a little blurb from the therapist on why that book is useful. And so I set this up once, but now every day things are popping up on my Facebook page, my business Facebook page, without me having to actually go in and do this all the time. And it's taking up it takes away a ton of the time that I was spending on there. Um, so that's another option if you're not ready yet to hire someone is to see what you can set up um, with auto automation or auto responding. You can do that with your emails as well. And obviously, another option is actually hiring someone like a VA or an in-house person if you're at a place where you can do that. But I think we often come from a place of scarcity where we're too afraid to um, spend that money to be able to let go of some things and and see that a huge benefit comes when we are able to let go of those things and really solidly focus on areas that are important for us to focus on. So since I've let go of intakes and focusing on the billing, I don't look at any of that. I mean, I look at it. I don't deal with it on a day-to-day basis. Um, but what I've been able to focus on is my consulting business and podcasting and writing blog articles and checking in with my therapist to see how their day is going and generally working less in a lot of ways. So delegating is tip number two. Get rid of the things that don't fill your cup and let them go to people who whose cup get filled by doing those kind of things. The third thing, the third tip that I have is um, batching. And again, this is something I actually just recently read about, and I think it's a great idea and it makes total sense. So I'm spreading the word on this. But the idea of batching is um, taking one thing and spending a lot of time on it. And I think this is something that I have a particularly hard time with uh, up until I learned about it, is that I sit in my office often and I have my 55 uh sticky notes with all the things I need to do. And I respond to this email really quickly. I do this podcast really quickly. Then I edit it and do all that fun stuff and then post it. Then I answer another email from one of my clinicians. I go grab a lunch really fast. I'm, you know, constantly doing all these little different things that keeps the wheel moving. But I'm never fully doing any one of those things. And so the idea of batching is taking a chunk of time and doing one thing often. And that can be, um, this is where where I've used it, is with blogging. I normally write one blog article every once in a while, and then I forget about it because I'm doing something else in my business. Um, Or with the podcast, as you can see, I'm not often podcasting. Um, And so batching is the idea of taking two hours, let's say, or three hours, and getting out as many blogs as you can within that two-hour or three-hour period. And you obviously don't have to post them all at once. You can, you know, save them for posting later. If you have something like Meet Edgar, which is what I talked about in the delegating section, you can have that um, be delegated to go out later on. But you can get a lot more done. Research is showing this. You can get a lot more done if you do a bunch of one thing at one time versus checking off one blog article, then moving on to the next thing, and then moving on to the next thing is doing a whole bunch of the same thing for an extended period of time. So you can look at things within your group practice that can be batched. One is blogs. Another is a bunch of, you know, putting up a bunch of Facebook posts and saving them um, for later. Uh, E-newsletters. I don't know if you have um, newsletters that you send. 
to your clients, but maybe spending a bunch of three hours on, um, you know, putting up a bunch of e-newsletters that you can then pull out later. Notes, that's a good one. I know a lot of people do batching with notes, their client notes. Um, But maybe take a look at how you can better utilize the time that you are having to use on your business and, and batching the things that you can. The last tip that I have, tip number four, is tracking. And I think this is important because there's been times where I've spent months just doing the daily thing, getting in a disorganized sort of way all of my tasks done every day at work and not really looking at what's useful, what's providing the most amount of bang for my time and bang for my buck. And so the idea of tracking is looking on a weekly basis at what is giving you what you need, whether that's financially, whether that's with uh, regards to growth in your group practice, but looking at all the things that you are engaging in to make your group practice grow because I'm assuming the the work that we do do is so that we're growing, whether it's our caseload or our clinician's caseloads or our, our practice in as a whole, um, is that we want to grow. So look at what the things are that you're doing every day and seeing, you know, is this providing any sort of growth in any in any area of my practice? And if it's not, as often it is, like with me doing the intakes, I, I wasn't making my group practice grow. It wasn't giving me any sort of benefit for me to be answering it. And so um, that's when I decided to, you know, hand that off and hire someone who could do that for me. But uh, so tracking, and I think this is something that, I mean, we, I can talk about tracking with regards to conversions of, of calls that come in to them being scheduled. Um, tracking is is really important in all areas of our practice because if we're not tracking, how do we know that things are working, whatever it is that we're doing, our intake process, our hiring process, um, the things that we're doing to keep a balance in our in our professional lives? Tracking is what lets us know that we're, you know, moving in the right direction. So take a look at the things you are do are doing and maybe track for a week and see is there certain areas of your group practice that you manage where it's not giving you the biggest bang for your buck or maybe it's not the best use of your time and when you do do that you can then it obvi- it gives you a great answer for what direction you, ne- you need to move in so obviously if you're finding out that this one thing that you're doing quite often, maybe it's um, doing payroll, it's um, something that's not providing you joy, it's not helping your business propel forward. I mean, it needs to be done, but does it need to be done by you? Probably not. Um, that's something that I had handed off to my my billing person, and it's not hard to do, and it doesn't fill my cup, and it takes me about an hour and a half uh, to do every month when I do payroll because I have a lot of clinicians and we have um, health insurance deductions and retirement account deductions and sick time and all that stuff that needs to get calculated. So my billing person does this now, my in-office person, and that extra hour and a half I can either just do nothing with and go home an hour and a half early one day or I can use that to batch something um, and get five blogs done. Um, anyways, so I hope these tips are useful for you guys. Again, it's organizing, delegating, batching, and tracking. Um, 
If you think of any other good ways to help you stay balanced as a group practice owner, hit me up and let me know what that is. And I'd love to know and share that in the Facebook group. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye. 